Hello and welcome to another Video Manna. I'm Pastor Jeff Glenn and it's my pleasure to take you through the Word each week. We have begun the book of 2 Thessalonians and so today we'll read verses 3 through 5 of chapter 1. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as is fitting, because your faith grows exceedingly and the love of every one of all abounds towards each other so that we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure, which is manifest evidence of the righteous judgment of God that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you also suffer. So let me, let me first off say happy Thanksgiving. Not only is it appropriate for Paul's letter here, his introduction, this is an introduction of Thanksgiving, but if I'm not mistaken, since we record a couple weeks ahead of time, this should air on uh, Thanksgiving morning. So, happy Thanksgiving to you. Um, um, my prayer is that uh, the Lord brings to mind for you and your family all of those things that you, um, through His grace, have been granted that you um, are thankful for. And so, let's get into our letter. So, Paul is expressing his thanksgiving for the believers that he ministers to. And so this is a pattern for Paul, is this pattern of thanksgiving for, for all of the believers that, that he has helped minister to and, and come to faith. And it's no different for this church at Thessalonica. So he's writing to encourage them of, of his thanksgiving, that he's proud of them, and that they, he wants them to know that he keeps bragging them up to, to anyone that will listen. Every chance he gets, he's bragging this church up. And Paul was thankful for, as he enumerates here, their growing faith. And so Paul, Paul knew that Jesus taught in Matthew 17, 20 through 21, that it says, for truly I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed and, and, and on, right? So, so Paul knows that faith, like even though it might begin relatively small um, in the beginning, but it's, it's, enough to bring someone to salvation, like that small amount of faith. But also faith is meant to grow. And so Paul knows that, and he's commending this church here that, that that's what he sees in them. So he's giving that encouragement and thankful to God for that. He he knows that, as he says here, that, it, that it's growing exceedingly. So it's doing what it was meant to do. And Paul's also thankful to, for their for their love, this this love that he sees them for for um, the the love of everyone of you all abounds towards each other. So this, as he wrote to the church in in Galatia in Galatians six ten. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to the household of faith. And so this idea that, yes, we're supposed to, to do good to, to everyone, but really for those fellow believers, we, we are to, to do good, especially to those, especially to those who call on the name of Jesus as we do. And, you know, that this it, it extends to everyone in the church, right? Um, and so 
this love is is part of the fruit of the spirit. You know, the the world advocates for you know very adversarial relationships with with one another. You know, kind of a sort of you have to earn my respect, you have to earn my love. Um, but if you so much as think of crossing me or not fulfilling my needs, then then that's it. I'm going to cut you off. And and so a very adversarial relationship, but not so with Christ. Um, with Christ, it's a it's a fruit of the Spirit, part of that fruit that, that brings this love, produces that love in us for one another in the household of faith. And so um, this faith in Jesus produces in us a love a love for fellow believers. And and it's not something that, that can't be manufactured. In fact, it shouldn't be tried to be manufactured. Um, um, if you're finding yourself in that hard place of, of not loving a fellow believer, uh, seek the Lord in that and, and, and rely on the Holy Spirit's uh, fruit in you to produce that. But, but certainly don't try to uh, muster that up within yourself. Only the Holy Spirit can empower us to love in this way. Because let's face it, we, we, are, we are people. And as, as, as we gather together, uh, we rub shoulders with each other and, and we create this thing called friction. And this friction um, causes um, uh, conflict and because uh, we're people, right? We, have, we're, we can irritate one another. So the, the, the love of each other produced in us by the Holy Spirit is where it's at. And that's what Paul is commending this church at, at Thessalonica for. He sees that in them. Paul was also thankful for, for their patience in their persecution and tribulation and suffering. And so that's an interesting aspect of being a believer um, that, well, as John um, 16, 33 recorded Jesus as saying, I have told you these things so that you have peace because of me. In this world, you will have trouble, but be encouraged I have won the battle over the world. So notice that he said that, that, that if, or sorry, not if you have trouble, but when, that you will have trouble. You will have trouble. Um, but Jesus is encouraging us that, that he's won the battle over the world. He's won the battle over the, the sense of the world of, oh, we need to be in adversarial relationships where unless you earn my love or unless you earn my respect, um, then you don't you don't get it. I'm going to withhold that because you're not meeting my needs. So I'm going to withhold that which which you most need. And so certainly Jesus has overcome that. And for those who believe in Him, He empowers them through His Holy Spirit to be able to love in a way that um, we we just can't outside of His empowerment. And so um, whatever we may face, so in this idea of of persecution and tribulation and suffering. Yes, that's part of the Christian life because as we stand apart from the world system of how um, our needs are met and love received and, and respect received, we're, we're going to clash with the world all the more. And so there's going to be a, um, a more conflict as we see the day drawing nearer. And so in that, that may mean different things for different people um, as far as the amount of um, trouble and tribulation, even persecution. But in, in that, we know that um, Paul is saying that all of these are a reason for thanksgiving, right? Growing in faith, abounding in love, patience and tribulation and suffering, 
So Paul, Paul wrote of, of the benefits of, of thanksgiving um, in his letter to the Philippians. And, you know, I have personally experienced what Paul is describing here, right? That, that in the middle of like great anxiety and a, and a pressing in of the, of the, of the world and um, that peace through thanksgiving is possible. It's promised here. So he wrote in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So I'm going to read that one more time. Um, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So it's this peace that comes through thanksgiving that we can't understand in the world. It's something that only comes um, through Jesus Christ. And so, until next week, uh, stay encouraged and stay in the Word. Thank you.